I think I got it. I think I got it figured out. I think a lot of people think that. Welcome to our Film Fathers podcast, the definitive podcast about fatherhood, film, and fatherhood and film. This is Jelani, and with me as always are the zombified, pain-worshipping, backwood idiots, Martin and Brady. I don't think I've got it in me to shoot my flatmate, my mom, and my girlfriend all in the same evening. I'm not sure I believe it, and I was here. What we saw was impossible. You know that, don't you? What do we say? How do we convince them? Okay, I'm drawing a line in the fucking sand here. Do not read the Latin. It's genre June. Genre June. Genre June. <laughs> genre June. Genre June. Each week this month, we will highlight a different genre, and each of us will come up with a recommendation, and we'll talk a little bit about each movie as well as the genre as a whole. First up, horror. Wait, what was that? Up first, horror. <laughs> horror. Horror. <laughs> I heard a different word. Yeah, I definitely heard a different word. Just to make sure we know what genre we're in. <laughs> You've been watching Pornhub or you've been watching HBO Max? <laughs> Is the Max from Skinamax, by the way? Is that part I think of the you name? said that the other week, and I, I never knew that. I thought it was just like to the Max kind of a thing. I didn't think it was a combination of Cinemax. I mean, they always they, they owned them. Oh, HBO, they? HBO and Cinemax were always owned by the same. Uh, Did not. You're dropping yeah. knowledge on me. It was you're spilling tea, yeah. as the kids say. <laughs> Do they? Yeah, it's a thing. Interesting. <laughs> Apparently, that's kids not are, Gucci anymore. Kids, Still are, in the truth. kids are lamer than I thought. <laughs> oh, this Gen Z. <laughs> All right, let's talk about horrors. Horrors. Horror, horror movies. So one of my favorite genres of movies is horror, but yeah. I know you guys This is definitely, so much, right? uh, I think you spearheaded this, but I think we were on board. I mean, I, I we've said it before. I, Johnny and I, yeah. I'm not a huge horror guy. I don't really dislike the movies. I tend to just not enjoy them that much, and that is my bigger issue with them. It's like, oh, I just don't really get feel like it was worth my time. Yeah, I have never been a big fan of them. I don't know. Maybe if it was exposed too young, um, the whole you know nightmare, uh, nightmare on Elm Street series and things like that, and just the the meat. Or I don't know the the legends behind all of that and just like the, yeah. the fear that it induced when you were like 10 or whatever. Yeah. I was just like, all right, I don't need to steer into this. And so I've never really gone into them, but there's a couple that I tend to like more of the horror slash comedy. Yeah. And you know, if it's a little bit more lighthearted, um, you know, still has some of the suspense. I don't mind suspense, but you know, it's a fine the, line. Yeah, it is exactly. So that's why I kind of, stay away from them most of the time yeah i think i mean for me i think it's the exact opposite of what you just said like <laughs> you said you were too maybe exposed too young and i think that's what gives me my love of it is that i was, I was exposed at, at a at a young age to horror movies and stephen king's one of my like favorite authors since i was a kid too i probably re- probably read a lot of his books like way too young as well i probably shouldn't have been reading them in fourth fifth sixth grade but that's when i that's when i got into it and uh, just and, and the freddie movies the nightmare on elm street was what got me into the the kind of slasher movies to begin with. And it was just like the fascination of that. There were so many sequels and I was like, wow, there's like eight Jason movies. Right. And there were like five, I think Freddie movies when I first got into them, and I just like wanted to watch them all, like see them all and see how, really got to see how that progressed. Yeah. See how it progressed. Cause I thought there was like, you know, as a kid, you don't realize that there's not 
that each one's just a, you know, if you talk about a cash <laughs> grab, movie, yeah. and they don't always necessarily tie into each other, and some are better than others. Jason's story arc never really grew. Never, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's always this, just the same, repeat the same story, but I didn't know that. So, like, I was still, kept I was kind of into the serialness of it. Are you it. Still, still waiting for that to happen? Still, still waiting. No, not, not, not so much. <laughs> waiting for it to come back from outer space? <laughs> I, can, uh, I can remember, I, I, I vaguely remember watching maybe a Friday the 13th or a Nightmare on... I, maybe, but I definitely hadn't seen many of them. And I, the only... The true first movie I can remember seeing is It. Yeah, I, that I the, vivid, the miniseries. And, that I vividly remember yeah. watching and then getting in trouble for watching it way too young. Or at least that's what my mom said. But we were, yeah, we were, we were allowed to watch it. My parents, I don't think knew because it was on ABC, right? So I was like, yeah, you're probably okay. Like crazy. They didn't think anything was was bad uh, that was on uh, on broadcast television. I mean, I read the book after after that after yeah. watching it. I think it was way worse. I may ha- <laughs> like way more graphic in a lot of ways. It's it's nuts that yeah that it was that available. But the, the horror thing. In general, you know, and you get into the, some of the older, then the movies when we were in teenager, Scream, and uh, yeah. and things like that, and you know, I think of like The Ring. Then later on, I mean, there's obviously no shortage of of very popular horror movies along the way, but for better or worse, just wasn't something that I I sought out. And so it's funny you mentioned like the, as you got as we got older, the the Scream and Kevin Williamson and the um, that series. So I watched or we read. I had to do for summer reading. Uh, I know what you did last summer, mm-hmm. so I read the book. I didn't know it was a book. Me neither. Yeah, I read the book, and then I watched the movie, and I remember vividly watching the movie at like 2 o'clock in the afternoon in the middle of the summer with like all the windows open, like bright as it can be. Um, Intentionally? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I was like, no, this isn't, I don't I don't know where this is going to go, and but phone, yeah, so phone in hand, <laughs> right? That, I don't, Nine I didn't one, like that already one that much. I mean, it was basically, wasn't it, wasn't it Noxzema Girl was the, uh, was the killer at the end? I don't even oh, remember. remember. I don't remember either, but now I don't have to rewatch it. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler. We're going to have lots was, of spoilers here. Yeah, it was basically just a, like a, a scream knockoff. I just right? remember yeah. liking one thing about it. One Jennifer person. Love yeah, Hewitt? Yeah, I think so. Uh, <laughs> you had Jennifer Love Hewitt. You had Freddie Prince. You had all these people that were supposed to be up-and-comers in that one. So it For was, sure. I, was, I only watched the first one, though. I didn't get into I learned my lesson. I didn't watch the sequels. I knew that at that point there, there was no, not that much story to tell. I still know what you did last summer. I think yeah. it was a sequel or that. Like may that. have been classified as a cash grab. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking of that, I think you. it's very evident and has been proven many times over that there's a huge market for the horror huge genre market. and the saw movies. Sure. And they, yeah. they usually are made on a not that big of a budget mm-hmm. and do really well. And so they make a ton of money and yep. that's why there's a ton of horror movies out there. And so there's definitely something to be said about it. And I think it's a very good genre to uh, kick off genre June for sure. Uh, and like I said, near and dear to your heart, but, um, Absolutely. I will say, so I, the movie I brought to the table, I tend to, Jelani, you kind of touched on this. If I could sprinkle in some comedy, uh, that helps, you know, help, might help me enjoy the movie a little bit more. Uh, so I went Shaun of the Dead from uh, 2001. And I was very happy that you picked this one because of we just talked about Baby Driver yep. recently. And uh, I, right. wanted, yeah, right. I wanted to rewatch this movie because I, I wasn't a big fan of it but the first time I saw it. I think for that reason, I, I don't really like to mix the comedy as much. I like humorous elements, but 
this one seemed like a more of a, a send up, like you know, campy take on the on the zombie on the zombie movie sure. trope motif. Um, yeah, motif or whatever whatever you want to call it. But now rewatching it, I was again glad to do it because you could see all of like his stylistic choices and the the things that he does that like come out. A lot more in movies like Baby Driver music. and mu- yeah. Yeah, music yeah. elements, definitely, definitely driving the, in the car, kill the queen, the tape. <laughs> kill the queen, <laughs> and like yeah, queen. exactly, like putting all that stuff into it. I think makes it uh, made it more enjoyable to me, knowing that he becomes like this to me a great filmmaker. But I still didn't absolutely love it. I don't know how about how do you guys? I feel? didn't. So I I remembered watching it. Remember I remembered laughing, and so. I, I definitely wanted to revisit it kind of for that reason, kind of exactly what you said. We just talked about Edgar, Edgar Wright, and I don't think I at the time knew who Edgar Wright was or obviously what he would go on to do, but I didn't love it. I did still find it funny, not hilarious, but I definitely, you know, it kind of launched Simon Pegg into mm-hmm. the stratosphere and Nick he Frost. He corrode it. Yeah, and yeah. Nick Frost to a degree, but Simon Pegg has gone on. I mean, clearly has uh, has probably had the most celebrated career after that movie, Yeah, and um, I did. I you know a couple. Of, I saw that it was like it was an homage, kind of lampoon of you know some of the old movies that. Uh, Have you guys seen any of the Land of the Dead and Yeah, like the the two big ones are the first one, Night of the Living Dead, um, black and white movie. So I know Brady's out, uh, but it's like I mean it's it's a classic, right? In the it's the first like the modern um, zombie movie, and then the sequel. Day of the Dead, or no, I'm sorry, Dawn of the Dead is really good. It's the one where they're stuck in the mall. They remade it a few years yep. ago, more than probably a few years ago now, maybe 20 years ago. But um, the remake was actually pretty good too. But the the original George A. Romero Dawn of the Dead is one of like the classics, uh, you know, zombie movies of all time. It's really right. it's really good. It's like a it's also like it's fun because it's a a commentary on you know all the zombies in the mall. Like, are it's very hard to not be like that's us you know we're just zombies in a mall buying well, you know, consumerism and all that and kind you kind of kinda saw that in yeah. the beginning of this movie everyone was Ex- not yeah. a zombie yet but we're very much going through the motions even him waking up in the morning yes. was they were leading you right yeah. there like it's a zombie it's a zombie and it's i like that too yet. how they were like t- teasing you into like oh is this one's gonna happen like yeah. is this one he's gonna figure out that they're zombies and <laughs> when he turns on the tv like all the they kept things. cutting off every time they yeah. would be like almost say something was gonna happen yeah, yeah. I, it was actually i i really liked that about the movie yeah, it was, it was well done. very subtle very uh yeah they, you kept seeing things that, like is something going on behind like that car like what's going on over there for a second like when it, bill nye is gonna turn around he's gonna be the zombie <laughs> right like, nope not yet then he <laughs> does it right yeah. away so um it, i i definitely thought it was enjoyable i it, i didn't love it but it was it, i kind of feel like if it's gonna be a horror movie i'm this this one worked okay for me in terms of me actually wanting to and enjoying watching it you know this was another one that you know like you said started edgar Wright and got him off the ground and as a horror movie, I don't think it was overly like, like you're not freaked out at any point. Like, but there are points where it kind of grabs you and it has a little bit of suspense there, you know, especially towards the end. But yeah, I enjoyed it. I don't know how often I will revisit it. Yeah, I may, you know, just for um, completion, see the the rest of the trilogy that you they haven't have. seen. Hot Fuzz. And, I, uh, I have. Oh, I just yeah. haven't seen them in a while. In a while, so, yeah. Go back just and rewatch them. I think that's better. when I watched this. Was maybe when Hot Fuzz came out or something. I was like, I was like, oh, I, I never got to that. I'll, I'll try to watch these now. Yeah. And, uh, and 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 be part of the. Tr- Although I don't know if I saw the third one or not. Or was, at World's End. At World's yeah. End. I, I I saw it for the com- completest in me, and it was it was okay. It's probably you might you might enjoy it, Brady, more than more than this one. Um, but it, it's kind of almost like similar in concept because they're going on a bar crawl, and then there's like 
end of the world stuff that happened. So I saw it. You did see it? Oh, oh I thought you said you did. No, I, you, <laughs> you weren't you, sure. You brought me back to realize. <laughs> yeah, it that's, was. That's, I don't remember loving it either. It gotcha. Like, I just have a little bit, a little bit about it. But, but back to my question about zombie movies for you guys. What else? Or have you seen like Twenty Eight Days Later? Are you a big fan of so, Walking Dead? I watched Walking Dead yeah. way longer than I should have because it just got so shitty. But I liked it. It was a real. I thought that first season was just a good. It was different. Being a zombie show didn't turn me off. Yeah, because it was a zombie show. It was like this is a good show, and it happens to be about zombies. It's a good and human then drama. They right? just got so over the top after a while, and that's fine. I mean, it clearly does really well. And they keep making them, but I so I eventually bailed after like I don't even know how many years. I mean, I stuck around long, a long yep. time, but so I don't think being the zombie aspect is like a huge turnoff for me. But yeah, I mean, you add some, give me some comedy, and it helps to yeah. me. Yeah, so I remember going actually going to the theater to see Twenty Eight Days Later, mm-hmm. and I think I enjoyed that just because it was a it was like a different just visual look to it, and just a different like way than I had seen zombie movies. Stan and then, Boyle. You know, yeah. good, good director. I, I thought about spotting. it, actually, about that being my choice. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, you know, just kind of like how that all, like, I like the whole, like, backstory of, like, how we get to this point, you know, not necessarily just, hey, we're going to drop you into this world of zombies and then yeah. go. Can't be enough. I've actually seen most of the Resident Evil movies. I have not seen any of them. They're not great. <laughs> I definitely but, saw the first one. I yeah. played the game at the time when the first one came out. So it was like, dude, that game scared me sometimes. Like <laughs> right. stuff popping out of the walls. That's what's her name? Mila? Mila. Yeah. Jovovich. Jovovich. Yeah. Probably got a great proper house somewhere or multiple just for Resident Evil money. Yeah. Lilu Dallas, multi-pass. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, you know, occasionally like I'll, I'll go see those, and but it's not anything that I typically normally seek out so but you do so what was your movie selection well Well, well, that's what i'm I'm, I'm trying to tie it in here so if um you know the walking dead i agree brady i watched it way long i probably even longer than you did but i loved it the first couple of seasons i thought were Hmm. were great now it's a challenge what how i'm tying it in no i know how you're tying it in it's now it's a challenge to see who watched it longer oh i i uh yeah, we'll we'll have to talk about that offline. I don't know how interesting that's going to be, but I think it won't like be seven yeah. or yeah, yeah seven or eight seasons um, into it. But I didn't even realize. So I watched my movie, The Mist, from uh, two thousand and seven, uh, which is directed by Frank Darabont, who is the creator of The Walking Dead, yes. as well. And then I didn't realize all the people. Yeah, like as I was watching, I'm like, oh my god, another one, another one, another one. Yeah, uh, there are there are at least you know three. I think there's four in this in the movie that went on to uh, be in the to, show. To be in the show, and that's you know that's years later. Um, the show started in I think 2007. I'm sorry, 2011, and the the movie was 2007. So it was like four years later that that he brought kind of everybody back into back in for the for for the Walking Dead. But yeah, I I I do enjoy a good zombie movie, and I think what makes the Walking Dead a good you know to your point. It's like the human drama and really like the survival aspect of it is what I really like about The Walking Dead. Like kind of like what you have, you get to play like what would you do to right. get your family out of the situation or how would you survive the situation? Like whether it's zombies or anything else, or like you need to just make food or like right. find food or find water or something like that you know, or get to a certain place. Like how are you, how are you going to do that? So I like the whole like post-apocalyptic movie more than I like the zombie um trope really but but i think adding it together all together is, is pretty good and then yes for, for for the mist i just i remember really liking it um so i was gonna say because you you've told we knew this about you already yeah you love stephen king yep this was your choice for the movie so is this your favorite i, I should say like so we we kind of nominated movies like i didn't nominate 
Shaun of the Dead because it was my favorite horror movie right. of all time. So I guess I am curious with you because of how this falls. Is this? Did you pick this because it's your favorite horror movie? No, uh, I, I picked it because it's one of my favorite Stephen King adaptations. Okay, and it's really it's it's it's, it's faithful. So I just read The Mist, uh, of course, right? I just read it. I hope you figure out how to how to fit all these movies in. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's a, it's a pretty faithful adaptation, except for now. I know why it's hard for him. He's like, I got to read each book. Too, I got to so. read it first. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely, had, I definitely had to read it before I before I started started the movie. But I'd already seen it before, so I kind of knew knew a lot of it. But I didn't remember a lot because it's been it's been years. But it's one of the only ones where Stephen King himself has said, "I like that they changed the ending," because um, he leaves the book very ambiguous. They they just sort of kind of run out of gas and they don't really you don't really know. And he kind of leaves it. It's like Up almost written like you, you're finding this journal. He's like, "I'm writing this down. Who knows what's going to happen? Maybe somebody will find yeah. it someday later, and who knows?" But the movie. Um, Frank Darabont had the idea to, yeah, make him kill everybody in the car yeah. and kill his son in, yeah. in what really should be a heart-wrenching moment. But I think his screams were very poorly acted. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you guys... That was, that was pretty much my entire thing in this whole movie was the acting acted. took me out of it completely. I Thomas Shane, he was. I was. I'll agree. Even Marsha Gay Harden, who's a really good actress. I was leery of the movie when I saw Thomas Shane was the star, and I mean, (laughs) I mean, legitimately. And a super fun fact about that is Darabon wanted Thomas Shane to be the lead in Walking Dead. Oh, instead of uh, before it, uh, Rick played Rick Grimes. I don't remember the the actor's name. Yeah, Um, but and not to say that he's extremely a lot better actor, but I mean. No, I think I think he was I think he was pretty good. I think he made the right call in not picking Thomas Jane. Yeah, um, that might have but yeah, it was show. it was tough. I, I agree with you, Jelani. I mean, it. So I have not read the book. Me neither. Just after watching the movie, will not read the book. I thought this movie was sucky. <laughs> <laughs> so you agree with Jelani? Yeah. No, I. That's why I, I just didn't think it was good. Um, uh, to your point, I, I cut you off. Marsha Gay Harden, yeah, um, a great, great actress. She Oscar winner had a lot to do uh, in this. She really came went a long way from where when you first meet her um, walking into the store. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just it was tough. So she plays like she's supposed to play the town like the town crazy. She was sure. already like this, the the zealot before all this, like saying all but kinds of weird things. I don't think she came across she in the, in the come, beginning. Exactly, I no. agree. I think they could have made her more, you know, bag lady. Yeah, yeah. You know, she just looked she like looked, a quiet lady yeah, walking into normal. the store, and then it was like she just got power hunger or drunk on power. But I will say, yeah. watching this after the events of January sixth, I'm all, I'm also like. Uh, you know, maybe it's a little <laughs> bit not as crazy as I because I remember first watching it too and thinking the same thing. I remember going into this one, this viewing of it being like, yeah, I remember Marsha Gay Harden just being over the top bad, and I'm being like not believable as like that anyone would follow her craziness. But again, now looking at the real world, I'm like, I don't know. Maybe well, some I mean, people I was would. pretty pretty pumped about that little really... store clerk. Pull, yeah, totally pulling out the gun. And I don't remember uh, that's Toby Jones, Toby Jones. Um, as Ollie Weeks. I don't. I didn't remember, and as I read the book, I couldn't picture who was playing the character of Ali. I didn't didn't expect it to be Toby Jones. I thought he was he was a bright spot. I no? totally agree yeah, with you. Yeah, okay, yeah. good. No, I would agree with you. At least we're at least in agreement there. Like, I know I don't think this is a great movie by by any stretch, but I do think there are a lot of good elements to it. It is very classic Stephen King, and it's early Stephen King. Um, it, it's it's a it's a short story, kind of a novella in in a collection called Skeleton Crew. It's one of the first ones I read as a as a kid actually but it's so it, it is a faithful adaptation so like the words and and some of the some of the 
themes are not maybe as fully developed as some later Stephen, Stephen King works. But for, for big King fans, they're going to always look at this and be like, yeah, it's it's the only one where Stephen King says it's the ending is better than what he had written down. Um, and also, I, I you, you guys, yeah, we got cut off. I was saying he killed everyone in the car, including his son, and then they get rescued. So right. that's like the big... Like instead of a giant bug coming to kill him, it's a, it's tanks Tank. coming down the street. So he's like, "What the hell did I do? If I just waited another minute, we could have all made it made it right. out." And I thought I I was surprised by that by that ending the first time I saw I, it, and I thought that that's what made me want to rewatch it. And I know it's like it's held in high regard for that. Yeah. Reason. So I think I can appreciate the the psychological aspect of that whole yeah. that I I didn't. And it's not a typical Hollywood ending. Clearly right? didn't right. like the ending, but it. Uh, I agree. For that exact reason, I'm all for it being different and yeah. um, definitely all of a sudden, yeah, it, you go from it being bad and tough in and of itself, and then the, then they're getting rescued, and then you see you know, the woman who left with alive, and it just, it kind of makes you, I guess, revisit the whole, what you just watched and kind of think, think a little bit differently about it. Yeah. But yeah, I, the acting part just was really tough to get past in terms of not that I say that simultaneously being it's not like the, that Shaun of the Dead was like the best acted movie. You know, it's like but I it's, get it's, it. It's lighter. Like there was there was definitely a little melodrama or a lot of melodrama <laughs> in this. Yeah. And um, the, the the other thing I wanted to just say on the Stephen King universe is this fits again Castle Rock early... Times. <laughs> What's that? Is that was that was it, like yeah, a newspaper yeah, in the for sure? Like the, all yeah. of it, all of it ties in. So all his books are tied together, and there's which I, I didn't know, even know books. that until like a couple years ago. And, and he didn't even really know it. So it's all like kind of goes back to the to the Dark Tower series, which he just completed. You know maybe 20 years ago now, but um, it took him forever to do. It took like 25 years for him to complete. And that's really what tied the whole, the whole universe together. It's like the rug. Like, like the what? It's like the rug. Ties the room together. Yeah, ties the room together. Exactly. And he was painting Dark He was painting dark, the Dark Tower. Right. Yeah. yeah, you noticed that in the beginning. Yeah, he that, painted that all of cool Those too. were all yeah. Stephen King paintings, right? Weren't they? Were yeah. the other ones? I only saw the, mm-hmm. I only like saw the, the thing, one. Yeah. Uh, the Dark Tower. They were all Stephen King's. Yeah. What's the, no, the thing isn't Stephen King. Is it? Oh. John Carpenter directed the movie, but it's not based on a Stephen King book. It, it looked like that's what he was doing. He was like painting movie posters. Yeah, it definitely. But the Dark Tower thing was was front and center. Like, yeah, hard to miss. But it, but this definitely ties into that because the whole theme behind the Dark Tower is there's alternate universes with crazy realms. alternate reality with crazy realms with you know one of them. This is the one they opened is with giant bugs and you know spiders that shoot acid web and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and I mean, I, th- I think the I think some of the creatures were interesting too. Um, again, from a, from a horror movie perspective. So if yeah, if you're a big Stephen King fan, this is going to be the one that you you're you're going to turn to because there are a lot of really way worse adaptations than this one. I mean, like way worse. Like, <laughs> I went through a list of like. They have like the top one, and there's, there's so many of them too. And especially now, like the last couple of years, have been there's been kind of like a renaissance of like Netflix is producing a bunch of has produced and is producing a bunch more like Stephen King oh, really? things and shows. And there's a Castle Rock show that's not based on his work, or it's based on his works, but it's not like an adaptation. It's it's a unique hmm. thing as well. So there's there's lots to explore, um, kind of in this in the Stephen King world. Actually, one of them is with Thomas Jane too. Of course, <laughs> Netflix. He hard to get away that. from him. <laughs> you said that you know Stephen King in the whole you know with the with the ending. Yeah, but I actually had read that he King said he was genuinely frightened with this adaptation, uh, which pleased uh, Darabont. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> if you can make the guy who wrote it, you know, right. scared. You I mean, we've talked about The Shining, right? Like yeah. how he, how much he hated that. Um, right. Since what Stanley Kubrick did with it, and he has he generally doesn't talk that much about 
because everything he's done been, has been adapted. Um, and he doesn't usually, you know, comment on it too much because I don't think he likes it half of the time. Uh, I think one of my favorite or best ever is probably Misery. You guys have seen Misery, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. it's been um, a long time, but yeah. yeah. But yeah, and I also just wanted you guys to see it. I thought I thought it would sure. be like one of those. Uh, I know you guys are big fans of the Shawshank Redemption, and Frank Darabont did that Darabont, too. Yeah. Um, and he did Green Mile, Mile too, right? And Green Mile. Um, so this was kind of like a you know, just a for again for that like completestness of it. <laughs> uh, I wanted to make sure you guys saw it, and this uh, is a good chance the... to make you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and you know, the ending was, that was a huge part of Darabont's, uh, he, the studio, I think initial studio like balked and he only would make it if they didn't touch the ending and he got to do what he wanted to do. And dimension is who finally, uh, agreed and released it like that. And I, I think, I don't know what the other alternative would have been, whether it would have been the vague ending. I, I, I don't think they would have let that go either. It would have like, we got to tie a bow on this thing. Which yeah. Is what everyone that would have, I would, I think everyone would just would have been like, what did we go through all that for just to see that? Right. <laughs> so sitting in, in a car, in that regard, I actually think, uh, I love that the Darabont fought for and got to make the movie and ending that he wanted, even though I didn't really love love the movie i still appreciate that aspect yeah, of it so, totally and i think yeah. the horror aspect you know you have you have horror? you have the monsters slash bugs you know like some monsters were huge clearly almost you know like stepping on the car down to like tiny baby spiders, spiders that yeah. are uh, all over the place so i think you add i can see that aspect being you know just people that are scared of bugs you know and also kind of monsters in the dark type of thing. I mean, you have tentacles, you have all sorts of different creatures that are looming out there in the mist. And I think that was a cool aspect to have the unknown be, especially for a long time, be, you don't know what the hell's out there. Some guy runs in saying that somebody got took, taken, right. he's in, he's got blood on him. And then finally you see, uh, you know, our boy from American Pie get, uh, get snatched. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! And the bad guy from Die Hard Two is like, "Oh, we didn't believe you. We're sorry." <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, believe me now. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a little far fetched as well. One thing I I thought that they could have also, if they, if he was going to fight for things to leave in the uh, or to to do for the movie, he could have. Th- one thing that they didn't take from the book was that um, Thomas Jane's character. Lori, I know her name was Lori, the actress Lori Holder, but the, they basically hook up up in the upstairs room where the where the young couple was almost about to, and it was you know he was married. He's like, yeah, I love my wife, but we're about to die, so, so let's go do this. And I'm like, yeah, that's great. That's so great. I thought I read that in the book they're having an affair beforehand. They know no, each other. No, he had just affair. met her. Oh no, yeah, he just met her. But they have they yeah they essentially. It's have, like watch my son. I gotta head upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> she does. It's her idea. Oh. she's like, I see the way you look at me. Let's go do this. We're about to die. I'm like, all right, Stephen King, good job. Uh-huh. <laughs> but that wouldn't play well with audiences, right? Because they would be like, what the hell? He loves his wife at home, and he loves his son. Probably you know, it would be too much explaining to do. Too much internal <laughs> monologue. <laughs> uh, they uh, the there. I did see that there was a theory. I guess as there always are. Yeah. That our girl Marcia Gay. When she's, you know, she's calling for the her, the whore, and the and the boy to be sacrificed, you know, right before she gets killed. Um, that that's when they when he kills them at the end. That's why they get saved. Oh, her, she's because... right that they needed to be sacrificed. Oh, and that's because, the expiation, which I had to look up. I didn't yeah, know what that was. Because he killed them, that's why the tank rolls. That's up. why the the mist yeah, clears I mean... and. 
there's all kinds of you know it's, that's the thing about religion you yeah. can always yeah shit no shit you know uh, give a, a sign meaning to something after it happens oh yeah but, I mean yeah it was that was uh it was rough for a while for uh, an atheist to to watch the, the ranting and raving and I'm like. Somebody do somebody what? throw a can of peas at her. <laughs> yeah, old lady, that was awesome. Where's the old lady get the flamethrower in the uh, in the bug spray or whatever? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that part was a cool. See, I think there's a couple. There's definitely a couple good scenes, I, but really, yeah, o- overall, really, I agree. I was watching. I'm like, this poor act. It's poor act. Really impressed with them being like, okay, we clearly can't go outside. We're like, all right, let's go next door. <laughs> 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 nobody's gonna nobody's gonna help the, like, let the uh, help the old lady home but they're all gonna go a second later into a group this, of yeah. us will go next door I, Jesus I yeah. felt like Andre Brower was like this movie is terrible and I'm done and that's why his character just walked off <laughs> yeah. just left <laughs> no that's uh, that's faithful to the uh, to the book <laughs> I like Andre Brower in comedy a lot more <laughs> yeah. what what is he in Brooklyn he, Nine Brooklyn, Nine. Yeah. Brooklyn Nine the, Nine. I I haven't seen his uh, his whole arsenal. I challenged anything to be better than him as the chief in uh, in Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> Very. Good. I've seen a few episodes. I got to watch more. Oh my gosh, yeah. she's great. But um, nonetheless, it was. Uh, I do appreciate. I'm glad. I, I'm glad. This is what ends up happening with me a lot. I didn't like the movie. I'm glad I watched it still, especially because I I know I've known it existed and yeah. uh, and I appreciated trying a different type of horror movie. And this is exactly why we're doing genre June. Yeah. All right. Jelani. Anti horror. Anti horror. Not. Not a not a fan, but I do enjoy Cabin in the Woods from 2011. I think we've we've talked about it. Yeah, this was going to be your this was your choice before we even knew this existed. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, it was. I don't know why it hits so well. I think part of it is you have a couple of you love Whedon. No, I don't know if it's it's always Whedon, but it was. I think it was partially the the Hemsworth like before Hemsworth was huge i mean obviously was in Thor the same year well because this got pushed uh, back this got pushed back oh, this okay. and red dawn both got pushed back this got him red dawn which then got and him and thor he got landed him red dawn the remake or whatever i haven't either yeah it's why did it get pushed back uh it was mgm went broke oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mgm that's why they got bought MGM. out <laughs> mgm just got sold again right got it for a deal. is it amazon Amazon, Amazon yeah. yeah, just under nine bill. Nice, a lot of archive go to go into Prime. A lot of James Bond. Yeah, nice. exactly. I did. That was partially why I sent that. We already own them all. <laughs> I know, even except one. No, he owns it. He just hasn't seen it. Secret Service. I have Damn it. it! You got to say it right. I can't remember. Can't remember? Majesty's, the on Majesty. Her Majesty's Secret Service. On. It's uh-huh. definitely on, right? It's on Her Majesty's Secret <laughs> Service. Honor. Uh, yeah, so that's one that we'll get to when we do uh, James Bond June is it 2022. <laughs> so did you like? Do you like this movie a lot because Josh Lyman's in it? Bradley Woodford. Oh, I mean, <laughs> yeah. he doesn't. Yeah. It's Josh Lyman though. Yeah, totally. It's literally like they're that walking perfect. the halls and he's just spitting fire. I was like, this is it. Couldn't be more. Mary thought I was watching The West Wing. She came in and was like, "Oh, you're watching West Wing again?" And I was like, "No." Cabin in the Woods. She's like, <laughs> what? And I was like, "You heard Bradley Woodford. It's yeah. definitely Josh Lyman." Him and the dad from Step Brothers. Jenkins. <laughs> Jenkins. So I, I remember like like watching this when it first came out and I liked it because it was unique and, and different and I didn't know where it was going. But on the rewatch, it really I I, I didn't like it as much as the as that first time. I actually think I'm I think I you probably liked it more at the time than I did. I actually remember liking it. And also didn't like it a ton this time around. I just it felt like it was too short and 
just I, I remember it ending kind of like that but i thought we actually got to see the monster i don't know why i remember that i mean i guess we did see the saw the hand you saw a lot yeah. of monsters that's for sure <sighs> yeah <laughs> but i don't know it just wasn't it wasn't that good you know what part pissed I me think off more lot, than there's anything? a lot of good parts and there's some shitty parts yeah and for some reason this time around the shitty parts were just too much for me to get past yeah. i think i love bradley whitford and richard Clearly. jenkins like oh yeah them together was just great. I'd love to see them in another. Are they in the sequel? There's a sequel, right? Or a couple of these movies? No. no. That, so that's the big. That's How one of the big be? quotes, right? They asked Drew Goddard, the director yeah. and co-writer. They said, "You know, is there going to be a sequel?" And he goes, "Did you guys watch the end of the movie?" <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, I thought I kept seeing maybe because people are asking about. Yeah, it. Yeah, they want a sequel. Two. People want more, but, uh, but yeah, it's like literally the world essentially. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I saw like Death Total, and it was like. Uh, however many billion people, whoever, how many people live in the world? Highest death total <laughs> highest ever. Highest death total yeah, ever. Nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the part that pissed, pissed me off the most was Hemsworth going off the edge and hitting that. I mean, I know they foreshadowed it earlier they with sure the bird. Did. But like, that seems like it should be outside the rules for um, for Stickler Jelani, um, you know, uh, not a, tech, a take technicality. Why? Like, that's they say they have, their own, they have to make their own choices. I guess he made the choice to jump, but like... Yeah. Why is that thing keeping him in? Like, if he made it out, let him. You got to let him get out. I think, but it didn't let anything in either. That was the whole point. Remember, the only way to get in was through the tunnel. But if they were going to make it out the tunnel, if they didn't barricade it, barricade it in, they could have made it out. So right. he found another way outside that loophole, and they're going to put an it invisible open, barrier. But it wasn't, but it wasn't a way out. It wasn't a way out. The only though. way was the tunnel. Right. Yeah, but and that that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, because that's think it how it plays with the rules. That's how it was designed, right? That whole environment was designed to work that way. So they, the only way you could have gotten out was through the tunnel. That's why they blew the tunnel. I just don't. I think they should have had. So do that, they, do they rebuild the rock tunnel every time? Then or yeah, that's what I would assume. They have to. They have to reset everything, right? Yeah, just and saying. they might. They might pick different. You know, he might blow the conch the next. next I just time. Right? So like Hemsworth. <laughs> Hemsworth said if he wrecked, he was going to limp for help. And I mean, I, <laughs> I didn't see any. <laughs> That's good. That's I'm, good. I'm very burnedly bad. <laughs> I'm very badly burned. <laughs> Please send help. I mean, I think that it would work better if that didn't kill him. I didn't like that that was what, what killed him, but whatever. I yeah. guess I'm the minority here. Um, yeah. I definitely, I thought it was a cool twist to have uh, Marty be alive when you kind of had written him off for dead and they're you're kind of all figuring out you're kind of figuring out what the hell's going on it's panic to play Nario speedwagon and celebrate <laughs> <laughs> the, see the, the the part some parts that get me like it definitely made and me and i laugh. thought it was cool to like start and i saw that it was by design that they kind of wanted they wanted people to walk in and think are we in the right movie because it wasn't the movie started with them like in an office building white shirts and ties like chatting it up at the at the water cooler type of thing and the goal, they literally said, like, we wanted people to immediately question if they walked into the right movie. And I was like, that's kind of cool because I yeah. feel like it probably worked for some people. And just that dynamic to then find out kind of how it all played out. So, like, part of that I liked. The whole, like, gods of the underworld part I felt like was such a ridiculous stretch that I – that part I didn't really like. Like, the, yeah. they're serving these gods, the ancient gods from below. I think what I enjoyed most was, you know, kind of the, the way that they twisted it. You know, where you had Hemsworth is obviously the jock, but when he goes in, like in the very beginning, like he's picking the different books and yeah, like his girlfriend picks up the books and oh, she's he's like, great line. <laughs> Where'd you get these? Who gave these to you? How do you know about these? But she's like, yeah, that. you, I learned it by watching <laughs> yeah. you. I was like, Jelani, you got to deliver. That was the best part of that is that she out of nowhere and, she's, and she yeah, runs out of the great. room. 
I mean, that's, like, that's that you've old got no drugs pants commercial on. from the 90s. <laughs> right. Yeah. But so, so you kind of just flip that whole, you know, motif or, mm-hmm. you know, trope or whatever. And then, you know, then you see, like, the different... I loved when they were betting. Like, they're taking bets, like, hey, yeah. who's this? Who's Who's got this Security guard's like, what in the fuck is wrong with people? <laughs> <laughs> then the would one, nice to see a merman. Right. <laughs> the one person comes up, she's like, I had zombie. And like, no, but you had redneck bloodthirsty zombies. That's completely different. <laughs> I saw that there was, uh, there was a note that, like, one of them was Kevin on the board. So said, I, I was going to pause and look at them all, but I didn't. <laughs> Kevin was one of the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh man, they picked Kevin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was supposed to be like literally, I think, some random guy who just like came in, like looked like like nobody, and then was like absolutely destroyed you. And, uh, <laughs> and I wondered if that uh that box or the ball thing was supposed to be like uh, Hellraiser, because they yeah. had the buzzsaw yeah, guy. I can't remember pinhead. what the name was I saw. Fornicus. Yeah, there you go. So I was confused by that. So I did I misunderstand? I thought Lyman, who was <laughs> we're just gonna go with Lyman, um, was rooting for the merman, yeah, and said, "Oh, I almost had him." He no, was no, playing he, with he held a shell. There the was shell. A, a, Hemsworth picked up the oh, shell, picked up the white shell, because that's thing. why I was like, "Wait, that's that contraption that I can't think yeah. of the name of." Not a shell, <laughs> right? But I was like, "But that would have been the other guy." Yeah, um, no, and then and then he gets killed by the merman. That the was merman. that was great. Yeah, I forgot like, about that from, oh, no. from the first movie. Um, <laughs> I just thought that was a cool, and I liked that. Like that's how she realized it. She saw that little contraption. Yeah. She's like, "They made us." They choose choose, our, choose you know. how we die. Yeah. So there was just there were definitely parts I liked. I just and I don't know how how to make it necessarily better. I just like the combination of the like ancient gods were feeding them blood type of things. Although they uh, shout out to the ring there. Yeah, I like um, that too. And <laughs> it turned into a frog or whatever. It's just great. But, so I I it was pretty cool because I was I didn't re- I, the ring jumped out of me. The the Japan uh, attempt was uh, the Ringu. Ringu. Yeah. Um, the Buenos Aires ritual is a reference to King Kong. Uh, you only kind of saw the end result. Yeah, I did. Good. Yeah, um, I read these because I was the Stockholm ritual was a reference to John Carpenter's The Thing. Ah, oh, so good. And the Madrid reference appears to reference Dracula. So, but so they each oh, nice. had specific yeah. references, and uh, yeah. that part I thought was kind of cool because the ring jumps out. I think to the American audiences for sure, mostly because you see a lot more of it. Yeah, the other ones are kind of just like a, a video of like something that's failed, so you didn't quite get a whole like action sequence of it. Right. Nice. Yeah, and when I came to this, my brother-in-law, who's a big fan of the genre, was like, "You got to come see this with me," and I'm like, "I don't know," but so I went with him. We saw it in the theater, and I had a I had a good time with it. Like I had fun. I definitely liked definitely it the first for the for the the nerdy, you yeah. know, like which which you are, right? right. So like it definitely play. Uh, it, it's it's for you. It's, yeah. I think it's made for you as like a kind of passive horror fan who who likes to who likes Joss Whedon kind of um, humor and wit. And um, and I think the whole Marty character probably appealed to you probably as well yeah. too. Yeah. Marty was out. You needed it. I yeah. mean, he was. Uh... And the fool. He's like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> got it. Oh, my parents are going to think I'm such a dead <laughs> burnout or something. Burnout, yeah. Uh, but I, I, yeah, it said uh, Whedon and Goddard created over sixty type of monsters that they created specifically for the for the movie, which was the, again, I like that part. It was like, yeah, I it. The they, world building, right? They kind of scanned that room, so you saw some things. Like you saw that, like the mask, the white mask that, yeah. like you saw three people walk out with. So there were different ways: the shell, the 
the conch or whatever. That was cool. It is like the pick your choose your own, I, own adventure type or choose your own death type yeah, of. Uh, right. I thought I saw some monsters from the mist, but I, you know, I wasn't sure. If that's exactly right. <laughs> well, there, yeah, there was one. There was like a, a reptilian yeah, one. type looking thing. Yeah, the yeah. one that flew through the window. The the room they were in yeah. definitely looked like it could have come yeah. from, uh, which it very well may have. I mean, they were referencing multiple. Yeah. The thing they're referencing Dracula, King Kong. They 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 dipped. They did into, their homework. Yeah. And they're they're probably yeah huge horror movie fans. So I I, I do like that aspect of it. I I probably would would probably would have even liked more of that, like more overt. Um, yeah. To like to really have a, like even more Easter eggs, but it sounds like they did probably more than I even noticed. So that's cool. Yeah. And I think one of the things that I kind of liked about it was that it's not yeah like you said it was kind of like a setup an, an homage to some of the different um, homage. <laughs> <laughs> movies uh, of the genre so it wasn't more of that like slasher just straight up slasher film and so it kind of had a little deeper even though you didn't agree with it and how the the ancient ones you know with sigourney weaver and stuff like that but um great casting there <laughs> i did i enjoyed sigourney weaver uh, you, yeah, you heard the good. voice i, I, was, I, like, was, I was pretty, pretty sure, sure that's sigourney yeah. weaver but uh, i forgot that she was in it me but. too and it, i don't even know if she's credited to be honest but I thought, she is she's I thought at the, the very um end bear trap was an interesting yeah. choice of weapon like why not just a machete buddy or a chainsaw but i guess they were trying to like take that redneck thing and see like what what weird what's the weirdest thing we could do that's kind of funny and i think that they probably got it you know yeah. some kind of bear trap that the, that he uses to whip people with yeah it was uh it was an interesting week of uh of movie watching, Absolutely. Mary was like, uh, "What do you watch this week?" I'm like, "You want nothing to do with any of these things." So I'm like, <laughs> "It's all horror this week," and uh, so yeah, you can just be out. And she's like, "Yeah, I'm out." <laughs> yeah, I almost, I almost, you know, picked the thing you mentioned. The thing uh, I think, I think you guys would have both enjoyed. Have you guys seen it? No, there's a couple versions of John, it, isn't there? Yeah, I think so. They made a there's like a remake. It's kind of like a prequel. Carpenter would be the one you want to watch. John, yeah, the John Carpenter one from like '82 or so, um, and Kurt, with Kurt it's Russell. Kurt Russell, it's, yeah, it's yeah. kind of a classic. So I was I was uh, split between split between the two. But I definitely wanted to get a Stephen King one in here for for you guys. I thought you might enjoy this one. I better. think it was a good variety of yep. uh, of horror movies to watch. Um, I again, I liked bouncing. I had seen two of the three. So it was some rewatches and obviously a new one. I, I would have been fine if they were all new, but um, it was uh, it was nice to kind of... It wasn't like every night I was going to bed like, Whoa, what the fuck? You're right. <laughs> <laughs> but I was happy. Uh, I, I'm happy. I'm happy with week one of Genre June. All right. What, what's up for uh, week two? Heist films. Absolute favorite of this crew. So if you can, uh, If you've listened to long enough, you may pick up on who is driving the... Fo- Who's driving the car here on what genres we picked? Because uh, Marty's uh, checking a lot of boxes so far. <laughs> As always, thanks for listening. Please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're currently enjoying this podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook by searching Our O-U-R Film Fathers. Thanks, and go to bed. Thank you.